It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Great to be with you. We're T-minus three weeks right to the day. Three weeks, 21 days away from Bengals training camp starting. I'm on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. And this is the number one spot For all things Bengals training camp coverage, I'll be there. You'll get videos. I'll tweet videos. I'll post them at LockedOnBengals.com. I'm going to be writing about the team every single day. We will also have exclusive one-on-one interviews with players, with coaches. And if you are looking for Bengals training camp coverage, look no farther then right here with the Locked on Bengals podcast and LockedOnBengals.com. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. I like that I switched it back up, went to, to some NWA again. Switched up the song. I like it. I might stick with that for a little bit. What do you think? Might stick with that for a little bit. We'll see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Three weeks away, it will be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I just hope each and every uh, one of you can share this with your your other Bengals because I know. Look, Bengals fans, you know other Bengals fans. Let everyone know about this Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm, I'm trying to get it to grow as much as possible, and uh, it's all thanks to you. And it's it's thriving. And I just want to make this season bigger and better than ever. It's uh, this is training camp number two for us at Lockdown Bengals. This is year season number three that we're going into with this podcast. We, we've had podcasts on podcasts on podcasts. I've done uh, – th- this is episode number 399. So the 400th podcast coming tomorrow on a Friday. How about that? Dang, it would have been better timed if I could do episode 400 on, on the 4th of July. Hopefully you had a great 4th of July, by the way. This seemed – today felt like a second Monday. It did because I have family in town and – Yesterday is like a big, big day in the Rapine household. Like we get together. It's this huge celebration. There's fireworks. Um, I have a, a few adult beverages or more than a few. And on a Wednesday, dude, I woke up today like what the – it was like the worst Monday ever. I had to wake up and, you know, you go through your routine. I didn't nearly wake, get home in time enough to gym in the morning like I do and it was just – I felt behind all day. So the whole 4th of July on Wednesday thing, I'll pass. Can we have a leap year the next time it's in the middle of the week? Like, that's rough. That's rough. I'd much rather have 4th of July on a Thursday, like it will be next year, uh, Friday, Saturday. Like, those are perfect. Um, even Monday's okay because you have Monday off. You can just take Tuesday off, and you, you have, like, that day to take a deep breath, 
Um, but it, it was fun. I, I had a lot of fun. Hopefully you had fun as well on the 4th of July. And uh, I'm having a lot of fun just looking ahead to training camp, looking ahead, thinking about this team and what they could do. And, and last uh, last we talked, and you heard my, my conversation with Joe Goodberry, and I thought that was uh, really good stuff from Joe. But th- the idea has been floated out there by the ringer is where it started, that Carlos Dunlap could be traded, that they, they may consider trading him, that that's a guy that in the NFL, NFL circles, certainly valued. If the Bengals aren't going to keep him, maybe they should consider trading him. And I get why they said that. And you've heard my thoughts on that, and this isn't that. Here's what I, I do think, though. I think the Bengals right now, and I'm not sure they do this, should seriously be looking right now to see who else is out there that they could bring in. And I don't mean necessarily free agent. Is there is there a player available via trade? Is there someone that they can go get with, I don't know, a draft pick? Maybe it is Dun- Dunlap and you do player for player. I don't, I don't know. Here's what I do know. This team has its weaknesses. I certainly see them. Um, I, I think right now, they they could use another linebacker. I think they could use a an established right tackle, which they don't have. Those are two areas instantly that I could see them trying to improve if, if there was someone available, right? If there was someone that they could go get. Wide receiver, I don't see it. I don't think there's, there's a reason to, to look there in that situation. I don't want Des Bryant near these Bengals. And I've gotten that question a couple times. And the, the closer you get to training camp, it'll be closer and... Look, I get it. It's tempting because the idea of a, a John Ross uh, being like almost the third guy instead of the number two guy, which as of now will be the number two guy. And Des, we know he's still good in the red zone. Next to A.J. Green, especially with Eifert in and out of the lineup, you know, basically struggling with to stay healthy. It'll be interesting. It, it, honestly, it, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out, uh, and it would be if they were to bring in a guy like Des, I don't see it happening. But I do wonder, is there a right tackle out there? Is there a, and I've talked about the backup quarterback position, I I think that's certainly a weakness. Would they consider trading for a Teddy Bridgewater? That's the thing that kind of bothers me. Looking back, and Joe harped on this some, uh, multiple times on this podcast, if you listen regularly, Joe Goodberry of The Athletic. If you missed that conversation, by the way, really good stuff from Joe. You should go back and listen to it. That was on uh, Tuesday's podcast. Uh, we were off yesterday because of the holiday. And, yeah, like Teddy Bridgewater was a guy that's out there. Why didn't the Bengals go after him? It's not a money thing. They have some money available. They have cap space. That was one. And then looking back, I, I just wish they would have gotten some kind of right tackle. Cameron Fleming was the guy I wrote about uh, at LockedOnBengals.com. I thought that was the guy that they could consider. Uh, maybe they, they should have drafted one. I'm just concerned there. Now, with that being said, I'm also excited. Because I think this team with the new offense, with uh, Joe Mixon and John Ross, obviously A.J. Green, Andy Dalton, like him, hate him, whatever you say, I think Andy Dalton's poised for a pretty decent season. I'm hoping they come up with a a way to get him comfortable in the pocket again. He's been running for his life over the past two years, so much so that even now, like last year, there were times where the offensive line wasn't bad, 
and they blocked and they did their job and Andy would still roll out. Andy would run and almost create pressure on his own by running away, running outside, rolling out, and then defenders would converge on him. So that to me is really interesting. And and I, I'll I have a player that I want to talk about today. And it's uh it's someone that could get paid this offseason, um, may get paid this offseason, I think should get paid this offseason. I also have another guy who's playing to get paid. And I want to discuss both next. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening today on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If I had one must-pay player, one guy that you have to extend, that if you're the Bengals you have to keep around, it's Geno Atkins. Geno Atkins is a guy they have to keep. That, and I expect that to happen around training camp. So in the next three to four weeks, in the next month, let's say month. By the way, my birthday's in a month. Well, I, you guys can plan on getting me something good. Um... In the next month, Geno Atkins, I expect him to have an extension. That's the guy you got to keep. Carlos Dunlap, fine. Geno Atkins is the guy you have to keep. Right? It's it's just that's the bottom line. And I think they can do it. it. It will be interesting, though. It'll be interesting to see because Aaron Donald, and I keep making this reference when, when people ask me about Geno, Aaron Donald trying to get a new contract in, in Los Angeles. Geno Atkins certainly interested in a new contract here in Cincinnati. If Aaron Donald signs before Geno, that really screws the Bengals up money-wise because then Geno's going to be like, well, and it's not the case because I think Geno is great. He's not as great as Aaron Donald. But he'll say, well, I'm better than him. I want I want the same amount of money or I want X amount more because the market always resets itself, right, and always goes up usually because players always want more than the last guy. And that just goes on and on and on and on. So that could happen. And if I'm the Bengals, I want to get something done before Aaron Donald gets a deal done with the Rams. If he does. Who knows? Maybe he won't. But if he does. And so that's a risk that uh, I'm certainly uh, not wanting to take. So Geno Atkins, I'd pay him. I think he gets done. I think that deal gets done in the next month. The other one that I think is really interesting and the player that up until last year was injury riddled and we really didn't know what to expect from him is, is Darquez Denard. Darquez Denard is now in his fifth year. And it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. 2014, 2015, 2016 didn't get much from him. Last year, stayed healthy, showed he could play. This year, can he continue to do that? And then if that happens, and, and I'm serious about this, if that happens... You're probably keeping Darquez Denard. You're probably wanting to sign him long-term. And that will be very interesting to me. Because naturally, William Jackson, and you have him under control. He's only played two years. You have him under team control once you pick up his fifth-year option for the next three seasons. But it'll be two seasons after 2018. And then what? 
So you have two seasons for William Jackson. You have Dre Kirkpatrick, who will still be under contract. He'll he'll be entering. He's entering year two of a five year, fifty plus million dollar deal. I I see a, a pathway where Dre Kirkpatrick becomes the odd man out, where Dre Kirkpatrick gets traded, released, something, and. I don't know if the Bengals would do that. Heck, it took them a long time to do that to Adam Jones, but that's that to me is interesting. But it all comes down to this. How does Darquez Denard play this year? Does he stay healthy? I hope he does. Because having a 1-2-3 of William Jackson, Darquez Denard, and Dre Kirkpatrick, say what you want about Dre. He competes his ass off. And as a third corner, I can deal with that. I can deal with him guarding... Juju Smith-Schuster. I can deal with him guarding insert Michael Crabtree. You know, he can guard Michael Crabtree of the Ravens. Meanwhile, William Jackson can take John Brown of the Ravens, who's speedier, who's got way more speed. And that's the difference to me. I think William Jackson III should shadow the team's best receiver. So like week one, T.Y. Hilton, that should be all. It should be William Jackson all day. I don't want Drake Kirkpatrick near him. But... Then do I trust Drake Kirkpatrick to guard the second guy, their second wide receiver? The answer is yes, I do. And so it'll be interesting to see how Darquez Denard fares because if he stays healthy, and obviously it's health for all of them, but he's had plenty of his fair share of injuries. If he stays healthy, that, that cornerback room, I like it probably more so than I've liked it in quite some time. You got rid of Adam Jones. You're, you're much younger now. You got young guys. Like uh, Kavari Russell, who I enjoy talking with and I will certainly talk to at training camp. Darius Phillips, the, the rookie. You, you got guys like that around him. The kid from Illinois State, and I always forget his name. Uh, it, it, to me, and let's look up his name. Illinois State. Devonta Harris. I always forget it. That's Devonta Harris. Um, but... You got those guys. So the, the cornerback room is really interesting. And if you keep Darquez Denard around after this season, let's say he stays healthy, you have a cornerback room that for the next minimum of three years, if things go well, has Darquez Denard, William Jackson III, young promising players like Devontae Harris, young promising players like Darius Phillips, does Dre, how does he fit in that mold? Is he a guy that you look to trade? Is he a guy that you stick with anyways because he's still he's a leader in the locker room? And he is. I just think it's all very interesting. We'll see how it plays out. But Darquez Denard, this is a big year for him. We talk about the offense a ton. It's a contract year for Darquez. And he's dealt with his fair share of injuries. He needs to stay healthy this season. He needs to do his thing this year and uh, if he does, well, then he's going to be reaping the rewards with a big contract, either here in Cincinnati or elsewhere. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I really do think that they should consider looking at, at trades and things that they could do. And they, of course, they'll say, we are always looking. You know, every team does. But I don't know. They have some weaknesses. They do. I would add a quarterback. I'll tell you right now, I would add a quarterback. I know Joel wasn't a fan of it the other day, really. He said, ah, what's the difference between Matt Moore and Matt Barkley? 
I need someone with more experience. I'm James Rapine. Have a great night. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Be back at it tomorrow when training camp will be less than three weeks away. Thank you so much for listening on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.